Welcome to Growing Up Boomer. I'm your host, Padre, with my co-host, Cotton. And this podcast is dedicated to the life and times of the baby boomer generation. The show is loosely scripted, and sometimes we'll go down rabbit holes, and where it leads us to, one will never know. This podcast can be informative, funny, and sometimes irreverent. But most of all, we hope you find it entertaining. Hey, Cotton, how's it going, my man? I'm doing fine, Padre, and yourself? Oh, you know what? I am just so happy this project is done. You know what one problem is, is getting one project done? And that is? I have other projects that I need to do myself now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, maybe we need to do this, and maybe we need to do that. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, you <laughs> You've been putting it off too long. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was retired. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and you know this, Cotton, you know when it's time to retire? <laughs> When's that? Is when your co-workers are wearing clothing that you wore as a young kid, and they're calling it retro. <laughs> That's right. It's time to retire, buddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the best thing about work, you know, the best time to start thinking about retirement is before the boss does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's time for you to go. <laughs> oh, but you know what? One thing, one thing wonderful about retirement. Uh, what's that? Is you can do nothing without worrying about getting caught. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, by the way, since we're in June, you know, Flag Day's coming up. Mm-hmm. June fourteenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flag Day actually goes back to June fourteenth, seventeen seventy-seven, by resolution from the yeah from the Second Continental Congress, huh? Which passed the you know, flag resolution, which passed on June fourteenth, seventeen seventy-seven. Well, the reason why they did that, unless uh, George Washington needed to have something that the troops can rally around, and oh. he figured one standard would be good. Yeah, that's also the United States Army Day. Really? Yeah, because huh. it's U.S. Army's birthday is on that day as well. Hmm. But that was June 14th, 1775. Yeah, we're growing a little bit. <laughs> and in uh, 1916, President Woodrow Wilson issued a proclamation that officially established June 14th as Flag Day. Wow. Oh, yeah. In uh, June 14, 1937, Pennsylvania became the first U.S. state to celebrate fi- Flag Day as a state holiday. Huh, wow. Oh, yeah, there's all kinds of neat stuff. Yeah. During World War II, President uh, Franklin D. Roosevelt launched an international United Flag Day on that day. Oh. So, yeah, so all the allied nations would celebrate their flag on that day. Wow, that's great. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, of course... Uh, you have the uh, Betsy Ross house, where the mm-hmm. legendary Betsy Ross had long been the site of Philadelphia's observance of Flag Day. Huh. Now, of course, many historians kind of doubt that, <laughs> that rendition. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, since it was a relatives that said that that happened in 1870. Okay. Yeah, so it was kind of like quite a far, far off cry, almost 100 years before that <laughs> tradition actually happened but the ross family tradition holds a general george washington commander-in-chief of the continental army and two <laughs> members of the con- congressional committee visited ross in 1776 <laughs> oh you, you know what else is interesting in california it just so happens 
that Flag Day also coincides with the anniversary of the Bear Flag Revolt in California. Really? Now, what, what would, what's that now? Now, this is when, now get this, okay, on June 14, 1846, 33 American settlers and mountain men arrested the Mexican general in, the, in command at Sonoma and declared the Bear Flag Republic. Really? The Pacific, that's how it came about, huh? That's how it came about. You know, that's, that's how, a, yeah. yeah, that's how the flag came about, and that's why it's the Republic of California. Mm-hmm. Not the People's Republic of California like it is today, but. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but to get this, and I've been, you know, I live in Northern California, so I've been to the Presidio of uh, Sonoma. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, you walk there and you say, well, <laughs> this is pretty easy to take. Because <laughs> <laughs> they've restored it and that was it. And get this, this yeah. will be very funny here, okay? <laughs> okay. All righty. The Presidio of Lieutenant, the Mexican Lieutenant Colonel Mariano Guadalupe Vallejo. And that's right. The city that's next to mine is called Vallejo. Oh. And so yeah. they came over and the Calif- Californians <laughs> did not help them. <laughs> they just said, okay, we're just, it's three to 33 guys and mountain men. We're able to take that, <laughs> that fortress. All righty. But the funny thing is that Benicia, the city that mm-hmm. I live in, is yeah. named after the wife of Lieutenant Colonel Vallejo. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's where they established the words California Republic on the uh, on the bear flag. Ah. So, yeah, I just thought that was quite interesting. That is. Oh. <laughs> and I want you to get this here. We had our first download from Africa the last month. Really? Yes, Bocana Fasco. Wow. Yeah, this is a fairly a new country that's probably had about three or four different coups since 1984. Wow. The area actually goes all the way back 5,000 years BC. Okay, they found really? stu- yeah, they Man. found stuff in there that uh, date back that there was civilization back to 5,000 BC. Wow. But, you know, like I said, it became a it became country in 1984. We'd like to thank all of those. So now all we have is Antarctica. Yeah. And you know, we had we already talked about Antarctica. This is going to be a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, there's only 5,000 people there during summer. Yeah. And I'm going, when is it summer in Antarctica? <laughs> what? It goes from 50 to below to 20 below? <laughs> is that summer? <laughs> It's like it's like they're all sitting around playing cards and go, okay, who won this? One? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are so right. Oh, uh, you know, I love to, to go through articles. This one is great. This is from the AP. Both of these articles are from AP. I get this. Okay. Woman walking on California beach finds ancient mastodon tooth. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. A woman is taking a Memorial Day weekend stroll on the California beach, found something unusual sticking out of the sand, a tooth from an ancient mastodon. <laughs> now, how do they know that? I mean, they took all the testing and... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. It even gets better than this. But then <laughs> the fossil vanished, and it took the media buzz and a kind-hearted jocker to find it again. <laughs> Jeez. Unbelievable. I'm going, there's something wrong with this story here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but this one, okay. This is why, okay, I'm going to tell you right now. 
We wonder how in the world the British lost the Revolutionary War. I mean, the most military sound army in the world, and they lose to a bunch of like Ramey Rednecks type of continental guys, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, this is why. An article, again, from the AP. Rolling Thunder contestants chase cheese wheel down a hill in a chaotic UK race. Okay. I had to look this one up on YouTube. <laughs> I'm it's, telling you, I am telling you. for real? Yeah. <laughs> Get this. <laughs> and it says it's been going on since 1826. <laughs> it says hundreds of spectators gathered Monday to watch dozen of reckless racers chase a seven-pound wheel of double gu- gucha cheese down a near vertical Copper Hill. Yay. <laughs> the first racer to finish behind the rolling cheese gets to keep it. Is that it? <laughs> Is that no what I get? At us. <laughs> and get this. It was a Canadian that won it. Oh, no way. Really? <laughs> now, get this. Okay, okay. They asked him, how does he prepare for such an event? And he says, I don't think you can train for it, can you? It's just being an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Oh, come on. We did some crazy stuff as baby boomers, too. Oh, absolutely. Okay, if we were young and they had it here, we would have done it. That's probably right. (laughs) Oh, one last thing before we get into Uh, our podcast. Yeah. I have a movie review for you. Oh, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Oh, was it uh, decent? Uh, You know, I enjoyed it. First of all, two of my go-to actors were in it. In other words, if they're in the movie, I want to see it. The first one is Chris Pine because he's in the Star Trek movies. He plays Captain Kirk. Yep. And I'm not a Trekkie, Mm -hmm. but I love Star Trek. I love Star Wars. I love all that stuff. Yeah. And the other one is... Michelle Rodriguez. Don't know. Oh, Fast and Furious, the main squeeze of Vin Diesel. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Talking about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She. I mean, if she's in it, I'll watch it. Oh. (laughs) Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She was. uh, I think uh, born in San Antonio until about eight, and then they. uh, I think the parents relocated to Dominican Dominican Republic, and then she went to Puerto Rico, and finally ended up in Jersey City. Wow. Yeah, I was going to say, you probably it's quite like, <laughs> take me back to Puerto Rico. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, she was hey, like hey, a. God. Well, I saw, I saw a real good movie, too, about your father with Robert De Niro in it. Oh. And I'm going, ah, first of all, I don't like Robert De Niro, but this movie was funny and it was good. <laughs> it's a, it, he's marrying a rich girl with his son and. Oh, it's it's hilarious. You oh. would love it. You I'll have to watch it, it then, because you know yeah, me. Yeah. I mean, I watch all the Robert De Niro movies. I enjoy oh, him as really? an actor. I, he's just oh. he's he's really got uh, all the way back to the Godfather days. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. But he's he's got he's got comedy in him. Oh, and it was funny. Oh, they're, they're, oh, he's funny. got some great stuff. I mean, he's done some oh, comedian. Yeah. Uh, what was the one that he did with Billy Crystal? Uh, analyze this. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So he's done some comedy. He's 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 got yeah. some pretty good timing. But 
Yeah. Getting back to Michelle, you know, the family relocated, yeah. relocated to uh, Jersey City, New Jersey, right? Even though she did a, she had to like stand in park, forgot her first one, what, you know, uh, Summer of Sam in 1999. And, uh, but the thing that got her going was, I'm trying to think what, a oh, girl fight. That was it. It was girl fight where she got her first edition and she got the role. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other franchise is uh, Resident Evil. That she's in. She does oh, a couple of yeah. parts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's yep. great in it. Yeah, she's in a couple. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. She is fantastic in those. And get this. She was supposed to... You ever watch the movie uh, Aeroflex? No. With uh, Therod? No, I don't. don't it, it's a, it's a pretty one. good one. Uh, she was supposed to get the role, but it went to Therod afterwards. Oh. Okay. Well, she did not even have a license when she did The Fast and Furious. Really? <laughs> yeah, she had to obtain one. <laughs> during the training <laughs> and get yeah. this though she is such a car fanatic that she has uh driven jaguar fsvr oh at 200 nice. at 201 miles an hour wow yeah <laughs> and no she did that the march fit, no wonder she fits into the movie the fast and <laughs> yeah i know it. it was march 23rd 2016 wow yeah so, okay, well, let's get into our podcast. Okay. Cotton, uh, mm -hmm. I'm telling you, we had two icons that, of the 60s that passed away, and we'd like to honor them on this podcast. One is Jim Brown, the yep. Hall yeah. of Fame running back, and Tina yep. Turner. And I know yep. you, being a big music guy, can appreciate the uh, contributions to music. And how old was she? Uh, she was in her 80s. Uh, I'll have to take a look, but uh, yeah, she was. But she was. She was very, very sick. I mean, she. Uh, yeah, she was really, really sick. Poor thing. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Boy, and she was. She was alive. What? That's for sure. Oh, oh yeah, she was born in. I think uh, no. Uh, yeah, 1939. Oh wow! Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but she was. Yeah. She has been ill for a long time. Everybody has uh, probably saw the special that uh, they had done on her, that she had done documentary and stuff like that. But mm. yeah, so we'll go over that. But let's first go over Mr. Jim Brown, extraordinary, yeah, yeah extraordinary football player, running back for the Cleveland Browns. Oh, okay, that's number, Jim Brown. Yeah, number thirty-two. I mean, this guy would break tackles. I don't know if you've ever seen any films on him. No. Okay, because by the time he retired, you're you're not even watching football yet. You're not old enough. Mm -hmm. Okay, but this guy shattered records. This guy, I've seen him carry guys at least five to ten yards <laughs> trying to tackle really? him. Oh, yeah. Wow. He was unbelievable. Okay. Man. And not only that, though, he was also a social activist for civil rights. He used his platform during one of the most turbulent decades in U.S. history, and he wasn't afraid to do it. Yeah. To be honest, if you did that as an African-American, I mean, you're, you're taking away a lot of uh, promotions and mm -hmm. endorsement, but he wasn't afraid. Yeah. You know. And get yeah. this, as great as he was in football, he was a better lacrosse player. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he, I uh, never he was at, yeah. yeah, he was at Syracuse, and he was a better lacrosse player. He was 6'2". 230 yeah. pounds. Wow. When he entered uh, the uh, NFL in 1957. Damn. Oh, yeah. He was great when stiff-arming. <laughs> <laughs> he could stiff-arm it like nobody's business. Yeah. 
Well, he racked up about 12,312 yards rushing. Wow. 126 touchdowns. He averaged 5.2 yards per carry. Despite only playing just 118 games, he never missed a game. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he still ranks career leads in average. He's third there. Rushing TDs, he's sixth. And rushing yards, he's 11th. Wow. Yeah. One of the most significant years was 1963. He rushed for 1,863 yards. He was quite something. And Didn't they even, put him in a couple of movies, too? Yes, he did. We're getting into that one. Oh, oh okay. yeah. You're absolutely not a couple. He made a lot of movies. But the yeah. one you'll always remember is A Dirty Dozen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a great movie, huh? Yeah. And, yep. then get, and yep. get this, about the Dirty Dozen, that's when he informed the Browns that he was retiring. Really? <laughs> He's making the movie. <laughs> so, yeah, see you later. <laughs> and the one thing that he used to do, uh, especially for fighting for civil rights, like, for instance, in 1967, he invited the nation's top black athletes, including uh, the Boston Celtics star Bill Russell and mm-hmm. Lou L. Cinder, later to be, to be known as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Kareem, mm-hmm. and for an economic union uh, office in Cleveland to support Muhammad Ali, who had been stripped of his title for refusing to be drafted uh, in protest of the Vietnam War. Wow. So, yeah, so he was very, very big at that. One of the greatest football players ever to play the game. Yeah, yeah, so, that he was. Yeah. But now, let's also look at uh, what Tina Turner, the awards, honors, and achievements that she had accomplished were un- unreal. Oh, I bet. Yeah, think about this. And, uh, Tina Turner previously held the Guinness Book of Records for the largest paying audience at 180000 in 1988 for a solo performer. Really? Yep. yep. Wow. It was beaten a couple of years later by Paul McCartney. I think it was either 90 or 91. Then it was shattered by Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart oh, has really? the mo- Yes. <laughs> Rod Stewart is the all-time holder of this record. It was a New Year's Eve thing. Mm-hmm. Copacabana Beach, I think it was. Uh, a 1994 for 3.5 million people. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot of people. Yeah. That's a <laughs> lot of people. <laughs> that must be one heck of a New Year's Eve party, buddy. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, in the UK, Turner was the first artist to have a top 40 hit in seven consecutive decades. Jeez. You know. And uh, she had a total of 35 UK top 40 hits, mm-hmm. sold over 100 million records worldwide, uh, including certified the I, the RIAA, which is Recording Industry Asso- uh, Association of America, albums of 10 million. Wow. She won 12 Grammys. So, I mean, that's, that's saying something. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Three of her recordings. Uh, River Deep, Mountain High, Proud Mary, and who? What's Love Got to Do with It? Are in, oh, the, yeah. are in the Grammy Hall of Fame. Yep. Yeah. Boy, and she could dance. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, you ain't kidding. Oh yeah. And and she is the only female artist to win a Grammy in pop, rock, and R B fields. Really? And she's 
Yeah, she also received a Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award in 2018. Hmm. She also received a star on the Walker Hall of Fame in 1986 and a star on the St. Louis Walk of Fame in 1991. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame twice. Once as, oh, wow. Yeah, once as Ike and Tina Turner and once as a solo artist. That's right, Ike and Tina Turner. Yeah, yeah huh? Mm-hmm. And in 2005, she received the prestigious Kennedy Center Honors presented by President George W. Bush. Really? Yep. Commented on huh. her, yeah, natural skill, energy, and uh, you know, sensitivity, and referred to her legs as the most famous in show business. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so yeah. So in 1967, she was the first black artist and first female on the cover of the Rolling Stone magazine. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. 1993. The World Music Awards presented Tina Turner with the Legend Award in 1999, was ranked number two for a VHS list of 100 Greatest Women of Rock and Roll. In 2002, Tennessee State Route 19 became Tina Turner Highway. Wow. Rolling Stone ranked Proud Mary. Do you remember that one? Do you remember Proud Mary? Oh, that was a great song, huh? Yeah. (laughs) We never ever do anything nice and easy (laughs) (laughs) we always do it rough (laughs) (laughs) yep oh man yeah Uh, she was actually born Anna Mae Bullock of course she married uh, Ike Turner Mm -hmm. and they had a very good run unfortunately uh, Ike Turner was uh, he was abusive yeah yeah he was addicted to to cocaine and uh, was not a very uh, a supportive husband, shall we say. Yes. And it's just a shame because she was just such a wonderful person. Yeah, but she, uh, he, he fell off the charts and she just kept raising. So, oh, I mean, she yeah. was unbelievable. Her solo career. I mean, they were yeah. thinking of her when they split and she was just one of those type of uh, nostalgia artists. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, in, in 1983 to 2000, she just went off the charts. Yeah. So I, she was just a, a great, great uh, uh, artist. I mean, that, yeah. that, there's nothing nothing about And how many people she performed with. I mean, she's performed with Eric Clapton, Mick Jagger, Elton John. I mean, all kinds of people. Wow. Yeah, you know, a funny story. In 1991, I and Turner were inducted into the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. But none of them accepted the award because... Ike Turner was incarcerated at the time. Oh man! <laughs> and Jeez. Tina Tina Turner didn't attend because she had just finished uh, uh, a, a, a tour and she uh, was just spent emotionally and unequipped to return to the United States. And guess who accepted the uh, award for them that night? Huh. Bill Spector. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, 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 yeah. He received he received that. You know, <laughs> movies have been made about her. Remember, uh, there was uh, what what the uh, what's love got to do with it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Nineteen ninety three, uh, Angela Bissett uh, as Tina Turner, Lawrence Fishburne as Ike Turner. Yeah, and don't forget the movies that she was in. Two of them that we'll mention is one is Tommy. Oh yeah, she was yeah, the acid was queen the acid in Tommy. Queen. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was awesome in that one. Yeah. Alrighty. 
and my favorite Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Really, she's in that. Yeah. Oh, she Odd. was. Oh, she was fantastic in that one. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, you don't. You're gonna have to watch it again, huh? Now I'm going to. Yes. Yeah. Well, the, the whole idea was is when they were doing the movie for Mad Max, mm-hmm. they were talking about the villain, and they were always were always saying, "Well, they, that villain, she's got to be like T, uh, uh, Tina Turner, you know, that type of uh, of uh, presence." And then mm-hmm. some, finally, someone said, "Well, why don't we just ask Tina Turner?" <laughs> Really? Is yeah. That how it and after, and she said, "Oh wow! Oh God, I love the line when when she first meets uh, uh, Mel Gibson as Mad uh-huh. Max. Right? She goes, oh, he's just a raggedy man.' <laughs> 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 oh man! But oh, that that was what that is a wonderful, wonderful performance by her. I just really, really enjoyed it. But yeah, she yeah. was uh, she uh, and she got many awards as well too. You know, from, and how from old presidents." Was she? Oh well, you got to figure if uh, she is what born in nineteen thirty nine, make her about eighty four. Oh. Wow, yeah, eighty three, eighty four. Yeah, that's a good time to go. Yeah, well, she had been sick for quite some time. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh no. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. Matter of fact, in one of her um, documentaries, I mean, she was she was even considering uh, euthanasia. She was just that really? was that, yeah. She was just that sick. That's how sick she was. Wow, poor thing. I mean, she died in the uh, just a small uh, uh, town outside of Zurich, uh, Switzerland. She was actually mm-hmm. a citizen of Switzerland. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, performed on uh, uh, some of the songs for James Bond, Goldeneye. Yeah. Yep. You know, but uh, yeah, poor thing was just just very very sick. Uh, she mm. had a high blood pressure, which she never took care of, and eventually uh, led to kidney failure. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. In 2013, three weeks after she her her uh, marriage, uh, she had a stroke and needed to learn how to walk again. Wow! In 2016, she was diagnosed with uh, you know intestinal cancer. Oh, yeah. So she just had a, a terrible, terrible. Uh, time as far as her her health so she had she had been she really you know was really uh having issues uh since 2016 boy you know again like i said she was looking at the facilities for assisted suicide Jeez. yeah in switzerland which is legal in, in switzerland it is really mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and wow. then so what happened was her husband offered to donate a kidney for a transplant so Turner accepted the you know the donation and the kidney transplant and uh, surgery was on April seventh, two thousand seventeen. <laughs> yeah, that, and then it was just just sad. But uh, you know when you really look at uh, her her life and her uh, success she was as a musician, yeah. yeah, she was very yeah. groundbreaking. But yeah, um, I, it's, uh, she was uh, she was uh, the, I guess the first woman that uh, showed women how to how to really dance in high heels, huh? Right, right. <laughs> All righty, Cotton. Well, I think we're running a little long here, so I think maybe we should okay. bring this one to a close, buddy. You got it. All righty, my man. You have a great one, okay? Thank you, Padre. Nos vemos después. We'd like to thank you for listening and leave you with this one quote from Tina Turner. Rather than emphasize differences, we should be looking for similarities. And until next time, 
May God bless.